Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we cover the latest news in the global automotive industry. And guess what? Not all the news coming out of General Motors these days has to do with recalls. Yesterday, GM Powertrain took the wraps off a new family of three and four cylinder global engines called Ecotech that will be built in at least five locations around the world. The automaker plans to produce two and a half million engines of these by 2017, with the first versions showing up this year in the new Opel Atom and China's next generation Chevrolet Cruze with more definitely on the way. It's 27 different vehicles that our engine family will go into. There's 11 different variants of our engine, ranging from a 1.0 liter to a 1.5 liter displacement. Uh, we've got state-of-the-art leading edge technologies in this engine family with direct injection, turbocharging and cam phasing. It's all aluminum, lightweight and very refined. GM remains tight-lipped, at least for now, on the names of the three engine families that Ecotech will replace, as well as the other 25 vehicles that will receive them. We did, however, learn that there will be one hybrid in the mix, but no details beyond that. The current generation Ford Taurus was developed on a modified Volvo platform that is a bit overweight and not terribly fuel efficient, but that's all about the change. Edmonds reports that the 2016 Taurus will be based on a lengthened and widened version of the Fusion platform and it will also get a 9-speed automatic transmission. This, of course, is part of Ford's plan to greatly reduce the number of platforms it uses, yet increase the number of variants coming off those platforms. And this is going to take a ton of cost out of the Taurus program. Potholes are opening up all over the place as the spring thaw breaks up roads, but the Lincoln MKZ may have one of the most pothole-proof suspensions in the business. That's because its continuously controlled damping system has 12 sensors that can read up to 50 inputs, which allows the car to sense a quick dip in the road. It then applies additional damping to the shocks that keeps the wheel and tire from dropping all the way to the bottom of a pothole. The system is currently offered on the MKZ and MKS and will also be installed on the upcoming MKC and the new Navigator. Bentley is showing off this teaser image of the production version of its upcoming SUV. The luxury automaker first showed us what it had in mind for an SUV at the 2012 Geneva Motor Show with the EXP concept. But the styling of that vehicle was highly criticized and with good reason. That thing looks hideous. On the new version, it looks like only the grill was carried over from the EXP but we'll have to get some side views to make sure they stop beating this thing with an ugly stick. The new one should be on the road sometime in 2016. Audi is betting that its customers will really like its digital instrument cluster that it showed in the new 2016 TT. Car and Driver magazine reports that the 12.3-inch LCD screen, which replaces all physical gauges, will be offered in the next-gen versions of the R8, the A4, and Q7. While the cluster will be standard on the R8, Audi is still mulling over whether or not to offer it as a standalone option or part of a package in the A4 and Q7. 
And speaking of Audi, coming up next, we'll take a look at some of the technology that is in the new A3. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. The 2015 Audi A3 offers the newest version of the Automaker's Connect system, and here's a look at what it has to offer. Audi Connect is a service that is available on Audi vehicles uh, that is broadband technology built in into the car and which brings services like car-to-device communication over Wi-Fi, the car becomes a hotspot, uh, the ability to have enhanced navigation with features like Google Earth in the car, uh, Google Street View imagery in the car, and the ability to do Google Voice searches for POIs as well as the ability to access the real-time content and information from the cloud uh, in an interface that's designed for the car. And that same integration gets carried over to how a smartphone or tablet will interact with the A3 as well. You're going to be able to have smartphone-like experience, the same experience you have on your smartphone, the same experience you have on your tablet inside your car, only it's going to be delivered safer. It's going to be delivered fully integrated into the car, so you're not going to have to fumble with your smartphone. You're going to have the integration with a touchscreen, integration with the controls in the car, and you're going to be able to use, you know, get live updates for your Google Maps. You're going to be able to use Facebook and Twitter, streaming audio. So what it's really doing is it's going to allow the consumer to really kind of personalize the car and customize the car to each individual. This is also the first vehicle to offer 4G LTE, which allows the passengers to take advantage of a Wi-Fi hotspot. The other big thing that we're also going to allow the customers to do in the car is have a mobile hotspot. This is going to allow you to utilize the LTE speed with your tablets, with your gaming devices, with your smartwatches, your wearables, and we believe that's going to be really big. It's going to give the functionality of LTE to the passengers in the car and give it an experience that they're accustomed to. They're accustomed to something that's fast and reliable and I think that's the one thing that AT&T is all about. But as we all know, technology becomes obsolete quickly and Audi has come up with a solution for that as well. But I think one of the biggest innovations that, that are built in is the architecture of the solution itself, which as we talked about is the modular system. What I mean by that is we've actually taken all the elements of this space that move at consumer electronics life cycles and built, bonded them together on a single multimedia extension board. So things like graphics processing technology, voice control technology, infotainment software, wireless technologies, whether it's satellite, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, 3G, 4G, LTE. We've taken all of that and we've built it all into a single multimedia board that is actually a plug and play board itself. Which means that as Audi moves from one model year to another, as these technologies change, we can simply exchange that board for a new board and not have to go through the expense and time it actually takes to validate technologies to automotive in the normal consumer space. So this lets us shorten our life cycles for introduction of new technology to you know, possibly as, 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 uh, as soon as every other year, maybe even shorter in the, in, the, in, the, in the future after that. Well, we did ask, and unfortunately those upgraded units will only be added to the newest models and will not be available to customers through the dealer. 
Hey, remember, tonight's the night for AutoLine After Hours. Our guest is Mose Noland, who worked on some of Ford's most famous racing engines and who worked alongside some of the most colorful characters of the day, like Dan Gurney, Colin Chapman, and Jimmy Clark. And Mose has a wonderful way of making those glory days come alive. Tune in tonight, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on AutoLine.tv. And that wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.